one more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, Guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. Hi, this is John Biney. You're listening to TV Confidential. Well, let's hear it for him. Come on, come on out here. Here I go again. I hear those trumpets blow again. Blow again. Taking a chance. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that's happy to welcome singer-actress Linda Pearl. Most of you listening tonight probably know Linda best for her work in television, which includes more than 45 made-for-TV movies, as well as recurring roles on The Office, Homeland, and Desperate Housewives. Fans of Happy Days know that Linda Pearl played characters that dated both Richie and the Fonz though not at the same time, while fans of Andy Griffith know that Linda played Ben Matlock's daughter Charlene during the first season of Matlock. What you may not know is that Linda Pearl is also an accomplished singer and musical performer. She has starred on Broadway, including the musical production of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, plus she has performed as a jazz singer in venues all over the world. Linda Pearl has also released five albums, the latest of which, Taking a Chance on Love, Provides a fresh spin on classic pop tunes from the Great American Songbook. We'll tell you where you can find Linda's album in just a second. Linda Pearl's appearance tonight, courtesy of our friend Chris Corman. We began our conversation by telling Linda what I find very interesting about singer-actors or singer-actresses is that those are two types of storytelling and two types of performances, and I would imagine that your background as an actor helps you as a singer and vice versa. Absolutely. I think that's why I am so drawn to the Great American Songbook, is because they're stories. They're little one-acts. It's as much acting and telling a story as it is singing. I don't sing it, but I like a lot of country westerns for the same reason. They tell stories. Yeah, I'm not a big viewer of singing competition shows, but um, what I like about them is is when they remind the young talent that it's not just about doing the riffs and stuff like that. There's a story to be told in two and a half minutes, and you've got to somehow immerse yourself in that, and that, that, yeah. that, that sells the performance. I've also been told that the Great American Songbook is comparable to the Bible, in that every type of story you can think of is covered in it. I am going to steal that. That's... <laughs> yeah, that's... that's... It was a singer-actor who told me that. No kidding. Yeah. That's a perfect, perfect observation. Thank you for that. Now, I understand that you are by nature a meticulous person. Once you set out to do something, you, you take your time. You don't rush. You take your time in, in, until you get it right. With that in mind, about how long 
did it take for you to put together your latest album? About a year. It takes about a year. I mean, in this case, yeah, I would say about a year. And the, the process goes something like this. I, I start with a theme. And then, you know, so in this case, it was kind of posing the question for myself is, can we really manifest our dreams? Can you dream about something, articulate the dream, and can we, especially in this age where, you know, I probably safe to say there are a lot of us who would like to change some things about the world we're living in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was kind of the genesis of that idea. And um, originally it was going to be called Try Your Wings, but it just didn't seem like a very proactive title, so we changed it to Taking a Chance. Anyway, we come up with a theme, and then I have a list, a short list of some songs that work with that theme. And then I have this wonderful girlfriend. I've done the last three CDs with her, Deborah Grace Weiner, and she helps me build the shows. She kind of makes sense out of my jumbled mind, and she also has an encyclopedic mind when it comes to this great American songbook. So we work together with my music director, Ted First. And the three of us will just, will each come with a list of songs that loosely relate to the theme. And we just sit in a room and we sing and we play and some songs we love and some we can't stand. And then we, that inevitably the conversation continues to the point where different songs are brought in and eventually over working on it, walking away, working on it, walking what you come up with with the list. And in my case, we then do it as a show, as a concert show, which helps break the songs in and the musicians. So this show we had done, oh gosh, I don't know, we'd done it in New York a few times and a few places across the country. So by the time we got to go into the studio, the songs were kind of broken in mm-hmm. for us. And a few of them we'd done on with big band arrangements, but this was just a trio with Nelson Rangel doing a couple of guest members. Anyway, that's sort of the process, but it it takes time. It's not like you're working every day on it. I find I need to work on it for a bit and then walk away. Sure. And just sort of let it gestate. And uh, so, yeah, kind of how, how we got it done. And I'm so grateful that we were able to get it done. We finished the mixing, I want to say, in February. Wow. So really, it was right before <laughs> it all happened. Linda Pearl is on the line with us. Linda's latest CD, Taking a Chance on Love, includes new takes on classic pop tunes from the Great American Songbook while also exploring the possibilities of life and love when you dare to chase your dreams. Linda Pearl, Taking a Chance on Love, available Amazon, iTunes, and lindapearl.com proceeds from the sales of Taking a Chance on Love will support the Actors' Equity Fund. You can follow Linda Pearl on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and lindapearl.com. I understand that uh, the Actors' Equity Fund is not just a personal passion, a personal cause for you, but it really stems from your family. Well, yes and no. I, I have to correct you. It's actually, this is to benefit the Actors Fund. Oh, okay. Slightly different from the Actors Equity Fund, although, of course, everyone in equity um, can go to it should they need help. But it, it, its reach is very, very broad. It goes for designers, and hairdressers, and costumers, and 
all the crew, the stagehands, um, anybody who's been associated with any of the acting unions can go or performance unions can go for help. And they've had, you know, it's long, old, established, uh, well-vetted and organized uh, organiza- charitable organization. It has a wonderful home out in New Jersey. And so I, you know, I know a lot of people, we all do, I'm sure, who are hurting right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the first month we the, the proceeds went to Music Cares for musicians because, you know, on average, musicians, uh, I mean, this is a staggering statistic, live six weeks out from financial peril. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, so this is this is great for music carrots that they're there to kind of catch people uh, when in tough times like now. And now we switched over to the Actors Fund. Yeah, Actors Equity. My grandmother had been a touring actress and. Um, Many a time, as my father, from his childhood memories, would say, "Oh yeah, they'd get to the end of a run, and and the the producer would be standing you know, at the front of the house saying, got your money, but you're not going to get it,' and he would have gone to the funds." Yeah. So anyway, she was part of many many people who sort of led the charge to found the Actors Equity Union back in the day. Proceeds from sales of Taking a Chance on Love will support the Actors Fund. You can follow Linda Pearl on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. YouTube and lindapearl.com. I understand speaking of your grandmother and speaking of your parents because both your parents are, if I if I remember correctly were, were theater actors. I so theater has always been a part of your life ever since you were a young girl. So much so that I understand it was not unusual for your parents to have uh, dinner guests, you know, uh, or or maybe house guests along the lines of Helen Hayes or, or Tennessee Williams. Did, were you aware of who these people were at the time they were coming over for dinner? You know, I was, but I, I would say, too, that in the hubris of a child, I just took it as normal. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up in Japan. My father was in business there for, for many, many years. So, um, And right when I was growing up, Japan was in the middle of a huge cultural inhale for all things Western. And so there were, yeah, you just never knew who was going to be there for dinner or, or who would be there over breakfast. There were, it was, uh, we had some guest rooms. And so people would come and just stay. And Tennessee Williams lived with us for a while. We had, oh gosh, um, yeah, uh, Helen Hayes for dinner or Harold Clerman or, yeah, folks would just uh, come, and I, I think uh, it was a fairly small foreign community. We were not affiliated with the military, so we were living, you know, within the culture, and and um, so people came through. I mean, Bolshoi, the, the, and also Japan had relations with all the Soviet bloc countries, mm-hmm. so Soviet bloc artists would come through. Bolshoi, the Moscow Art Theater, they would come through Tokyo, and one way or another, one or two, maybe the whole company would end up over at the house in one form or another from really all over the world. So in that sense, and, you know, we didn't have television or network sure. or any of that. But yeah. This was our, it was kind of our three-dimensional internet, if you will, <laughs> you know, because we experienced these people and, and uh, they were curious about Japan and we were certainly curious about them and their work. And so, yeah, it was a, it was a robust discussion at the dinner table on almost every night of my childhood. I, I, again, I, I, I can only imagine. 
I, I, I can only imagine, especially for someone who you yourself were performing at a young age, you know, to have, to, to, to be exposed, to, to have such close proximity with such talented people. I mean, I, I'm at a loss for words. Well, I didn't perform with any of, yes, it was, it was a real privilege. I didn't perform with them, but I did, I did perform um, in the professional Japanese commercial theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that was very, the acting style in that was very different from the American acting style or even the English acting. It was more akin to the English acting style at the time in the 60s, let's say, what I was raised on um, than what was happening in America. When I, I went from Japan and studied in England um, a little bit, and that was, you know, the difference was the language, but still the style was quite presentational, a lot of stress on on vocalese and um, and the spoken word um, and being present with the audience. And, of course, then when I came to the States, it was mind-blowing, mind-blowing. <laughs> it's forget your diction, for don't face the audience. Yeah. It was all very much in the inside out rather than the outside in. And ultimately, like any of us who you know, study anything, you, you eventually you learn from all kinds of different sources and you then make what you feel works for you. You create your own, your own path and your art. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones. I talk to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Linda Pearl is on the line with us. Linda's latest CD, Taking a Chance on Love, includes new takes on such classic pop tunes from the great American songbook as Pure Imagination, Come Fly With Me, and the title track, Taking a Chance on Love, Taking a Chance on Love, available at Amazon, iTunes, and Linda Pearl. Dot com proceeds from the sale of taking a chance on love will support the actors fun uh let's see i think this is your third album with ted first your your piano accompanist and yes um, it is yeah and, and right. the the arrangements are very very rich uh, particularly on pure imagination I mean, it's almost like the piano comes across as a character. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm going to tell him you said so. I feel that way about his playing. He's an extraordinary musician. Yeah, really, really extraordinary. You mentioned a little bit about the collaborative process uh, earlier in our conversation about how you brought some songs and Ted brought some songs and your friend brought some songs. And then, you know, um, through through singing and performing, you 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 narrowed it down to the twelve. Uh, when it comes to the arrangements, did you collaborate with Ted on, on any of those, or do you let him do his thing, and then you, it all comes together later? It's really Ted. I will say that I on about half the songs, I'll have a sense of the feel that I want. 
or I will, so I can talk to him about that. And he's so intuitive. And also, we've been together now musically for 12 years, mm -hmm. so we've developed a, a kind of shorthand. Um, or I will bring to him a recording of a different song, who, that, and I, but I like the feel, I like the take. And one of the things that I think Ted is so, many things that he's so good at is, creating um, variation between the songs. I mean, if I had a choice, I'd do everything either with a, a salsa beat or a jazz wall, mm -hmm. my two favorite things in the world. But he'll say, no, Linda, you can't do that on every song. So he'll change it up. And uh, and that's all Ted. He he is so deeply intuitive. I tell you, he works with, with so many people, but a, a fellow that he's worked with for, oh, gosh, probably 20 years now, is, is Tom Wopat, wonderful actor from, mm -hmm. uh, known best from Dukes of Hazzard, but also a phenomenal singer. Yeah, you perform with Tom. Um, um, we do, yeah. We performed a fair amount together, and always with Ted. And I tell you, to be on stage with those two fellows, when they're, if they're, you know, Tom has a solo number or something, it's just the bromance and the depth <laughs> of the ending. And intuition between them is really, it's extraordinary. Yeah. Um, let's say you've performed, you perform solo, uh, and sometimes you perform duets with Tom. Uh, it, do, do you prefer one or versus the other? And when you perform a duet, is it kind of like acting on stage or acting on film where you kind of feed off your acting partner? It is, it, it, it is different because you're not within the context of a play, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a lot of fun, especially I'll take Tom, you know, I mean, as such a fine, such a fine musician, we're actually, um, uh, yours and my mutual friend, Chris Corman, mm -hmm. very kindly put me back in touch with Steve March Torme and I, who I adore and who's a great singer. Anyway, we've been talking and emailing about, Oh, let's do a show together. So, you know, at some point, when we all come out of this nuttiness, yes. um, Steve and I will, will do a show. And I, I do a show with Donnie Most, um, who's a long-term friend. Yes, uh, uh, and, uh, Donnie is also a mutual friend. Donnie's been, our, uh, Donnie's been on our program many times. Oh, good, good, yeah. I mean, you just couldn't find a sweeter human being on the planet. Yes. And we've been friends for, oh, my goodness. Oh, well, it's just terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> five years if I've been doing my math right I mean but you know that that's I think one of my most favorite things about this time of life are those long-term friendships and the life patina that gets developed within them absolutely Linda Pearl is on the line with us Linda's latest CD is called taking a chance on love we'll talks more with Linda including asking her a few questions about working with the cast of happy days when we come back on TV confidential an adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. 
Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Hi, this is Jacqueline Smith. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a little a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me. Many have happened to friends of mine. It's not if you're looking for... Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.